Hello, my lovely friends. Welcome back to the Sovereign Projector podcast. It's so nice to have you here and it's so nice to be back. It's definitely been a hot minute since I recorded, since I spoke to you. Um, Yeah, I feel like this month has been, like this last month literally since the Great Conjunction has been so quick and also gone on so long. Um, But yeah, I'm happy to be back. I went away for a week this last week, uh, just down the Great Ocean Road. Um, And it was really nice to kind of actually breathe and get away um, and like took a few days fully offline, um, fully away from my business and everything, just like three days, because obviously I'm teaching my evolutionary astrology course right now. So couldn't be offline for too many days, but even that three days, it was such a breath of fresh air and just coming back onto Instagram after that and just noticing God, Instagram is so weird right now. Um, I don't know if you guys are noticing that too, but it's like since we've kind of moved through this portal of last December and just whatever was going on energetically and has been going on energetically, just becoming increasingly sensitive to how weird that whole online world is and, you know, kind of processing now, okay, what are the other like online alternatives for places where we can all meet and communicate and speak with each other um, about these these things that we need to speak about and share ideas and do these Aquarian things, these Aquarius things of sharing our ideas and collaborating um, while still staying far, far away from Facebook and Instagram and a certain um, billionaire whose last name starts with Z and who potentially doesn't have our best interests at heart. Um, so yeah, I was like looking at, obviously the podcast is like, I'm very grateful to that, um, in that I do have a platform where I can share with you guys. Um, that's not Instagram, Facebook, whatever, but also I don't, it's like, it's on Instagram where, where you guys get to talk back, where we get to actually have conversations and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I was thinking about looking into clubhouse I've had recommended to me a few times, but yeah, I don't know, I guess. Let me know if you guys are all feeling the same kind of thing. Like online just feels like the weirdest place. Like social media is is like a parallel universe and it really gave me like that, that three days away that I had just really gave me this kind of reinforced sense of like, whoa, that is a different dimension and that's really not like a dimension that I want to be plugging into um, or like putting my energy into, which sucks because Instagram used to be so fun in the day teaching my first evolutionary astrology class. Loving it. It's going better than I ever could have uh, really imagined. And I'll put the wait list for, I haven't fully um, anchored in, decided on when I'm going to be doing the next intake, like the second intake. I definitely will be doing a second intake because like I said, it's it's just been going better than I could have imagined. Um, the group of humans who, who came through are just so magical, so incredible. Again, way more incredible than I could have imagined. Um, but I'll put like, there's a wait list for the next intake. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, I think the only other announcement that I have re business stuff is that my friend Abby and I, um, Abby, who's been on this podcast a couple of times, um, she is a body mind coach. We're hosting our first uh, moon gathering. It's called the misfit moon gathering. And it's for like fellow weirdos, like us who don't necessarily fit in with the ideals of regular society, who does, um, who want a place to gather. It's going to be on the full moon, well, around the full moon every month. Um, together, we're going to do a little like 
embodiment um, practice with Abby and I'm going to be leading a candle magic ritual um, for manifestation and, and play and all these kinds of things. Um, and because it's the Leo full moon is our first one. That's our theme. It's like inner child play, reconnecting to your inner child and bringing more play and laughter and fun into, what is it, 2021. Um, so, yeah, I'll have the the place where you can get tickets for that um, below. Um, one thing that we are really conscious about is that we want it to be a really safe space for everybody to share what's going on in their heart if they want to, only if they want to. Um, so seats are really limited um, so that everybody has time to share what's going on with them. Um, and also if if you're not a good bloke, then don't come. Like, you know, safe space, all that. Be good. Be like no matter what, if somebody has a different like point of view of the world to you, this is going to be a safe space for all points of view and all people. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, I'm also like – so today, because today's Sunday and I just got back from my holiday yesterday, um, today I'm just doing like a little pre-work to, to start back at work, I guess, officially tomorrow, Monday. Um, and when I say pre-work, I'm just like planning out um, or planning out the content for the evolutionary astrology course for the, for the next three weeks um, and also working pretty closely with my guides right now at the ne- of the next course that's going to be coming to the school. The, the school for the um, magically inclined where I'm going to be teaching um, because yeah there's definitely another course that is coming through but I'm just being really insistent with my guides that it's going to look the way I want it to look um, and so yeah we're working on that and I'll announce that probably in the next few weeks so stay tuned for that. Um, so today I want to talk about the age of Aquarius. This is something that I had never actually researched that much. You know, everyone's kind of talking about it, except because there was, I think because there were so many different differing opinions on what the actual start date is, what it actually is, what does it even mean? What does it classify as? All this stuff. I was like, okay, let's just stay out of that because that feels like a lot. But I did a bunch of reading um, while I was on holiday. That is the blessing of, you know, actually taking a break is that you get to actually read those piles and piles and piles and piles, literally piles of books that I've been intending to read for so long. Um, And it just so happened, I didn't even mean to, but almost every single book that I read, you know, they were basically all astrology books, um, mentioned in some way, shape or form this Aquarian age. And really through reading them, I kind of was able to conceptualize, okay, what this actually means. Um, what it's actually referring to and and how I can like maybe reflect that back to you and see if you're kind of having the same experience of it. Um, I won't, the only thing is that like I will not be able to explain the actual scientific astronomy of it. The astronomy is really interesting and I tried so hard. I, I'm telling you, I reread this one paragraph in this book about 30,000 times trying to be like, oh, okay, equinoxes, yep, uh, okay, yeah, okay, this sign, that sign, whatever, oh, that's what makes an age. And then I would get to the end of the paragraph and be like, okay, cool, I still have no idea um, scientifically, astronomically, what is causing these ages to be called like the age of whatever. So I won't be able to explain that. Um, You can go try and figure it out for yourself. I'm sure there are much more scientifically inclined minds who listen to this than me. I'm much better at like the magical, energetic um, explanations. 
So, um, and like linking, linking dates and whatever, but whatever. So <clears throat> the ages in astrology, what they refer to is, is where the actual, like, I think I'm pretty sure where the actual equinoxes are falling, it's to do with, it's to do with the earth's tilt. It's to do with where the poles are and what constellation is like the near the North pole or South pole or something along those lines. And that was the gist I got. And this changes sign every, it's around every 2000 years. I believe the exact number is every 2,162 years. That's the length of an age. Um, it's always retrograde. So it starts, it starts, starts Pisces and then it goes, goes reverse like retrograde. So from Pisces, Aquarius, um, Capricorn and so on. Um, <clears throat> everyone lasts, each one lasts about 2000 years. And yeah, so if you, well, we are essentially like we're in this process right now of moving from the age of Pisces which started, and this is where all the controversy comes in because it's like, well, what are the actual specific dates? We don't know for sure. People are just estimating um, from major events in history where they can be like, oh, yeah, this this 100 years was a really intense time. And so we can assume it was throughout that 100 years that that was when the ages were shifting, um, except we can't really, like, pick out a specific year. And so when you think about 100 years, yes, 100 years to us feels like a massive portion of time because essentially people have narrowed down the age of Aquarius's actual start date to somewhere, anywhere from, I believe it's like the mid-1800s um, all the way up to 2060. Um, so still like, you know, 40, 50 years away, whatever. And, you know, to us who live human lives of maybe 90, 100 years, if we're lucky, that seems like an impossibly long amount of time. We're like, oh, okay, so we can't actually know if it's like now on, on like, you know, 100 years from now um, or 100 years ago. We can't know that for sure. Uh, but in the wider lens of history, that's such a short amount of time that it's like a blink of an eye. And so it doesn't actually matter what the specific date is. It is this, you know, 100, 150 year process that we are moving through right now that we are probably right in the center of when we are shifting ages. That's where all the drama happens. And really, you don't have to be like, you know, specifically knowing the exact date to know right now. Yes, we are in the middle of some kind of shift. Something is changing. And so whether you believe that the age of Aquarius started in the 40s whether you believe it started in the 60s with like the flower power movement, whether you and, and like when the song came out, which I believe was in the 60s or 70s. Um, my sister did a dance to that in one of her school concerts, like the Age of Aquarius song. Very cute. Um, or whether you believe, you know, it started on the Great, the great Conjunction of last year um, or whether you believe it's still like 40, 50, 60 years away, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're in this transitional time right now where we're moving from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And it's kind of like this overarching um, guidepost of humanity and, and the earth in general and what we are focused upon and aligned to and our higher values, that, that's what's determined. And like the morals that form the fabric of society. So if you think about it like that, it's like, well, whatever the morals are, of the world, the earth, that is what is reflected in how the greater society operates. 
And so if we go back, okay, so assuming that everyone is about 2,000 years, let's just say that to make, you know, for, for the ease of the argument, 2,000 years ago, let's say we were starting the age of Pisces. Um, so that's like, you know, when modern time started, that's like um, when when we switched from like BC to, to CE or whatever the timing is, so the year zero and just before the year zero. Um, and before that, so I want to go back to the age of Taurus. So the age of Taurus would be, um, so if Pisces started in around the year zero, just before the year zero, then 2000 years before that, the age of Aries started remembering because we go retrograde. So Aries was actually the end of one of these great cycles where they had gone from the age of Pisces up to the age of Aries. And then that ended and we started a whole new cycle with that you know, year zero um, age of Pisces, right? So that's an interesting timing thing to keep in mind. Um, yeah, so age of Aries about 2000, maybe like 2400 uh, BC, BCE, let's say, and then add another 2100-ish years to that. And you've got about 4600-ish um, BC, and that's the age of Taurus, th- that 2000 years. And, you know, Taurus is this sign that's so much about, like, the earth, connected to the earth. It's it's a very feminine yin sign. Um, it's so deeply embodied. And this is when we had these, like, really matriarchal cultures, um, the nature-worshipping cultures. They were at their prime. People worshipped the goddess and, and Gaia in her whole um, – and we were really connected to that. And it was that shift from the – age of Taurus to the age of Aries and Aries is this really masculine, like war focused, you know, warrior sign um, <clears throat> where we lost that. We really, well, not even like we lost that. We had that ripped away and we moved into this much more like patriarchal society. And, you know, I'm sure you guys have been listening to this long enough that I, I do not consider matriarchy patriarchy anything to do with genders or anything along those lines it's just the overarching themes of the culture at large and then we moved through this age of Aries and there was so much war and destruction um and and kind of like the time of the warrior and the masculine really became so highly regarded and it has continued and what's interesting is that now as we're shifting from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, and so this is one thing that I've, I've heard a lot of people saying, and I just want to, you know, add my own reflections to this. It's not that anybody is wrong. I, would, I don't believe there's a right and a wrong. There's only everybody's personal interpretation of certain things, and this is mine, is that, you know, a lot of people will say that, oh, we're moving from from this masculine, like, patriarchal age into the age of Aquarius, which is much more feminine, much more yin, and that's actually, like, from a traditional astrological perspective, not true because Pisces is a yin sign um, and and Aquarius is actually a yang sign. It's, It's a masculine expression. So what I actually perceive is happening is that since this shift has has begun since like we started this kind of 100 200 year journey of shifting from one age to the next we've gone from this very masculine patriarchal culture um you know pisces the age of pisces really pisces is just um 
it's 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 kind of like it's very spiritual very religious but i think what's happened is it it's become very distorted um over the last 2000 years and we're really ironing ironing that out now because like i said this this age of pisces it was just it was the baby steps into a new era um a new great cycle where we will again travel from pisces to aries over the next what 12000 years i'm not doing that maths right it must be 20 24 26000 years um and you know we were taking those first tentative baby steps um and now during this shift it's like yeah at at the start of this 100 year shift 150 year shift we sort of saw it's not that um we're heading towards a more like matriarchal like back to that like really feminine dominant culture it's that we're equalizing because aquarius like one of their ideals is equality and and sameness and oneness in this universal oneness and it's just more that yes because it was so far swung one way into the patriarchy into like men are the dominant like far superior sex kind of thing that for a time a very brief time in the greater lens of history we've swung to the other way where you see you know this this the feminine returning and rising um but some people taking it maybe a little bit too extreme where it's like oh all men suck and you know women are the way of the future and men don't have a place in the world and all this stuff where we've taken it too far into the other way but it's just kind of what has had to happen to create that equalization that's coming um in the age of aquarius so it's not that we're moving from the masculine into the feminine it is that we are moving into a place of oneness unity consciousness that is you know the aquarian ideal and in order to do that we had to erase and break these patriarchal thought forms and belief forms and and what's happened is that you know the 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 rise of the feminine the reemergence of hey it's okay to be a woman and to be a woman is not less important than being a man um the the feminine aspects of the world are not less important than the masculine aspects right that has become just as distorted uh because there's always like in this 3D reality there is always distortion that occurs anywhere and in anything that we do um and it's really up to us who are choosing to emerge into this unity consciousness to remember no it is not about moving from the masculine to the feminine it is about equalize equalizing true equalization right and there is space for feminine principles there's space for masculine principles there is space for all genders and um all people to identify however they want to identify and there is you know that's a very aquarian theme too of just like individuality and follow whatever feels 100% true to you don't concern yourself um with with society's norms just do your own thing uh instead of this idea which is so prevalent and you know I've fallen victim to this so many times of like well actually you know men are the reinforcers of the patriarchy so we should, should just like kill all men and all men suck and all this stuff it's like mm, no in order for equality to exist in order for these this aquarian world to exist and you know which which will happen whether we want to move move with it or not 
um, that's the thing with these astrological cycles and these greater universal cycles. We have no control over it here on Earth. We can either move move with it or we can move against it and struggle, but it'll always come through. Um, and to really remember that it's not about ranking, but it's just about really finding that equalization, that point of like, I, I can... Um, Oh, how do I want to explain this? It's like, and I've always been in, well, since even before, like a lot of people were talking about it, you know, probably for like five, six years, I saw the problems with feminism and like, you know, my mom was born in the no sixties. My mom was born in the sixties and just her growing up and her perspective and what I had hammered into me was like, you know, you can do anything a man can do. You know, you got to work hard, you got to make the money and you got to clean the house and you got to cook all the food and you can't ask for help. And, you know, to be a woman, it's it's such a blessing to be a woman now because we can truly have it all and all this stuff. Um, and, you know, you have to prove yourself and da, da, da. You know, that's what I grew up with and that's what I really took on. And then it was really five or six years ago that I kind of rejected that hardcore. I was like, wait, I don't want to be a man. Like for me to be equal to a man or the masculine um, does not mean that I have to do everything that they do or do things the way that they do it. Uh, but for me to be equal means I can do whatever I want. You know, I can relax and and not have to work so hard and still be treated equally, right? Um, I want to be a woman um, without having to live up to these kind of like just like the damaging side of, of feminism, I think, which does exist. Um, and so there's that. And so it's like moving towards a greater sense of equality, an equality that's not and this is like not even just specific to genders too. This is equality around the board of like do your own thing and receive the same benefits, get the same treatment, receive the same amount of love as anybody else who's doing their own thing. It's like equality in in um equality in individuality. Um, okay, so there's that. That was like one of the major things I want to speak to because it's not necessarily as you'll see people talking about, oh, yeah, we're moving from the masculine to the feminine. It's like, well, actually, no, Pisces is a feminine sign and Aquarius is a masculine sign, you know, if you boil it down to those roots. But it's like, what are the actual deeper qualities um, that kind of reflect this cycle that we're moving through right now? And those are these Aquarian ideals of unity consciousness in order to move into this unity consciousness that again, this is a 2000 year cycle. So it's not like next year, we're going to be like, okay, cool. I see everybody is one. This is like an, a, a process we're moving into. Um, yeah. What needs to change? What needs to flip? Um, the other thing, like the other thing that I want to touch on when it comes to this Aquarian age and kind of what it involves um, is that we'll, there's this Aquarian ideal of saving humanity, you know, that's very much or like saving the earth. You know, Aquarius is this, this sign that's very much associated with uh, what's, I can't even think of the word right now, but it's like protesting and that kind of stuff. I know there's a word, but it's just not coming to me. And that's so deeply um, connected to the sign of Aquarius. 
And that is going to continue to be a theme, you know, these past hundred years, again, that people have been protesting and saying like, you know, we need to focus on the earth. We need to focus on the earth and all this stuff. We need to correct everything that's become so broken in our society and the way we just destroy our planet and destroy our bodies, you know, treating our bodies as absolute crap really since that age of Taurus. And, you know, we don't know everything about humanity, but there was more um, more connection to the earth and we can assume then more connection to our bodies, uh, you know, that, that what, 4,000, 6,000 years ago now. And now it's like we're really facing um facing the karma of of treating the earth and our physical vessels as as crap because we are unhealthier than we've ever been we're we're so sick half the country is overfed and and undernourished and then the other and not half the country half the world is overfed and yet undernourished and then the other half of the world is is you know poverty and and literally starving and it's because we've become so disconnected from the earth that nourishes us, the bodies that nourish us, and what our bodies actually need. And we're really, like, really being encouraged to face that kind of collective karma and, and right now. And what, what we're kind of seeing is this on the news and all these movies and stuff, they're saying, oh, it's humanity's fault that the earth is dying, you know, it's it's all of our fault because we litter um, or we have too many babies and, and there's overpopulation in quotation marks and whatever because, um, you know, I don't believe that's, that's a thing. And when really we're being hidden, the truth that so many of us, I think, see um, is that it's nothing to do with humanity. It's it's these big businesses, these big corporations that are poisoning the earth and creating this dynamic and this structure in this world where that is what happens and the earth and Gaia is completely sacrificed so that they could make a dollar. And the thing with the Aquarius sign is that it rules over technology um, and it's also an air sign, so it's very connected to... I think what we're going to see over the next, you know, 10, 20 years is the the embracing of free energy um, technology and, and energy healing technology and these technologies and healing technologies which don't necessarily like have so much grounding in the earth but are more Aquarian, you know, again, Aquarian's an air sign, so more like up there, out there. Um, bringing that through and and down um, onto earth and using that more and more. And one thing that I've heard someone say and, I can't say, and I can't remember who, but I agree with, you know, to the ends of the world is that we will never save the, save the earth until we accept and embrace that Nikola Tesla, um, his discoveries and, and really have this just like kind of global insistence that the big businesses, the corporations, the governments move towards that free energy that Nikola Tesla has discovered and that has been hidden away by, you know, gas and um, electric companies, whatever, whatever, however you want to talk about it. Again, I don't know the specifics of the science and how we get electricity right now. Um, 
that's been hidden away by them so that they can continue to line their pockets. But, you know, the earth gets sicker and sicker, humanity gets sicker and sicker. We, we depleting our resources where it's like, no, we actually have like abundant resources. Nikola Tesla invented it or like discovered it 100, 120 years ago, but he got ridiculed and, and shamed and had his work destroyed. And anybody who comes to the same conclusion since then also gets disappeared. And so it's, it's going to be up to us as a humanity, as this Aquarian community of, of global conscious human beings who insist, you know, instead of putting it, um, instead of letting the big businesses and corporations tell us that we need to, you know, recycle and stuff like that and actually hold them accountable for like, um, no, <laughs> we will not see change in the way our world operates until you guys stop polluting the earth and actually use this free energy for everybody. And my sister and I were talking about this the other day, but what we're seeing right now and what's so frustrating for those of us who, who see the potential and like know all these technologies exist. And I want to talk about like other energy healing modalities in a second as well. And we see the potential future and we know it's right there. And we see this other world that's being created, that's coming down, that is trying to land in this 3D reality because we have been calling it in and we've been working towards it without even knowing what we were working towards for the last like five, six, you know, some people 10, 20, 30 years, those early pioneers in the 60s even, um, bringing that down into reality and we see it and we feel it and we know it's right there, but it's so frustrating right now because the 3D reality and matrix that we still reside in doesn't reflect that at all. And my sister and I were talking about this the other day. We we're having this just super 5D conversation. It was when we were um, road tripping um, down the Great Ocean Road. And then Colleen, like my sister, she looked out the window. She's like, you just like everything looks so weird. Like the world looks so weird when you come back to earth from those kinds of conversations. And I was like, yep, yeah, this is how I perceive it. Is that it's like, you know, in the process of manifestation and it's like, the, the lag that you experience when you have energetically connected to the new reality that you're calling in and you know it's yours and you know it exists and you know you're worthy of it and it's like fully in you and yet because of the 3D world that we live in and there is this lag and it's not instantaneous as maybe um, we may have experienced on, on other planets or, um, you know, probably more like Atlantis, Lemuria, those of us who have you know, past life ties to the, to those places. Um, and then you look around at the world and you're just like, okay, this doesn't make any sense because in, in so many of our collective consciousness, and I imagine a lot of you listening to this feel the same way. It's like so many of our collective consciousness were like, yep, <laughs> the age of Aquarius is here. Like global, um, you know, global one, oneness, uh, unity consciousness. I love everyone. Um, brotherhood, sisterhood, uh, the earth is saved. We are no longer cutting down trees for paper and on all the shit that we cut them down for. We are respecting the earth. Uh, we're not, you know, we have free energy. We're not um, using like petrol or like gas in our cars. Um, all these things are different. And then you look outside, like Colleen and I were just looking outside the car windows and 
you know, on this massive highway and there's all these massive trucks and, and there's no trees around whatsoever. And it was just the opposite of the reality that we had just been, you know, speaking into existence and talking about and reflecting on. And it just felt like another world. And you just, it doesn't feel real. Like the matrix is starting to feel less and less real because so many of us have connected to this different reality that we have been collectively calling in for decades and and here it is and yet it's not here because we're experiencing that lag and you know I don't know how long that lag's going to take um to really clear it could be 10 years it could be 20 years it could be another 100 150 200 years but it's really frustrating uh, to experience and that's just what we're going through right now and I think the more that we just like and I don't think there's many of us who now are actually going to lose hope And I think this is that invitation to you right now is like, don't lose hope. Like if you feel yourself going down like doomsday um, rabbit holes, you know, avoid that, continue to align to the the highest potential, the highest timeline, because we are there. Um, It's just that we're seeing the, the 3D reality just has to catch up with where we are energetically and just keep insisting on that. Keep insisting on, nope, this is not my reality. Um, And I think, you know, if you've listened to my episode, my solo episode from last, uh, not last week, but like what, 18 days ago now, you are just going to become increasingly more aware of the things, the patterns, um, the thoughts, the activities, the friendships, the relationships, the family, all these things that are just no longer aligned um, in this new energetic reality that we've called in. And it's going to be like, yeah, no, that's not part of my world. That's not part of my world. Like I almost feel like now this, this part of the journey or the, that the moving through um, into the new age that we are on right now is just really cutting those tentacles that are keeping us trapped in the old way, like keeping us trapped. And the more of us are just completely brutal about, nope, not mine. Nope. Doesn't not coming with me. Nope. Doesn't have a place in, in the Aquarian age or whatever you want to call it, you know, new paradigm, new age, um, new earth, whatever you want to call it, the faster we can move through this lag process. And I think, okay, so the last thing, the last little dot point that I had um, about the Aquarius age, the age of Aquarius was, yeah, related to this energetic healing that I spoke about. And, you know, make no mistake, um, the, the government and whatever their secret investigations are, they know about energy healing. They have studied it. They've, they've studied it intensely. They have, they've even had like reports available on like the CIA's website and stuff like that. So they know about it. They're just hiding it because, you know, it doesn't make a dollar. Um, imagine if we were empowered with the energy to heal ourselves, no matter what it is, uh, we wouldn't need, you know, we we wouldn't need doctors as much. We wouldn't need um, their medicines. We wouldn't need big pharma, all this stuff. They know about it, uh, but they're really repressing it. Same as the free energy. And, you know, when you really realize this stuff, it can be quite confronting. But now I'm just like, okay, of course. <laughs> um, nothing surprises me anymore with big pharma, big tech. Absolutely nothing surprises me anymore. And... I think in this Aquarius age, because, you know, Aquarius is this air sign and it's also, it's so deeply connected to the water signs, but it's not 
a water sign. You know, the water signs are those classic intuitive, like healing, emotional signs. Um, but Aquarius, it sounds like a water sign. You know, I know lots of people who think of it as a water sign, but it's not. It's actually the water bearer. And so Aquarius has this little like sacred chalice um, in which it carries the water. And we can think of the water as these like healing technologies from the sky because Aquarius is an air sign. So it has access to the sky and the healing waters of the sky sitting inside this chalice, which you can then, you know, pour down upon the earth. And that's essentially what we're moving into as well is this access to like heavenly technologies, sky technologies, um, air technologies which are healing um, and which are going to be brought down to earth via the the Aquarius who is this go-between um, between the sky and, and the earth and so I definitely think there will be a rise in the next few years like con- the continued rise of energy healing modalities and there are so many and there are more coming through every day even just I, I believe even just listening to podcasts is energy healing because I'm sending through my like my frequency through the airwaves right now to, to you guys. And when you listen to other podcasts and when you listen to guided meditations, you're receiving their frequency and that's going inside your cells and that is upgrading you into, into new realities of yourself. And that is so Aquarian in itself is that the internet and this connection that we all have to each other and to frequencies and to codes that reside within each other that we can just like transfer through the the lines, whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> and just with this Aquarius age too, when it comes to healing modalities is that, you know, I love herbal medicine. It's one of my deepest passions. Um, and I use herbs in all of my spells and my witchcraft and, you know, I drink herbal tea every single day, whatever I feel like, you know, use essential oils, whatever it is. Um, but what I can sort of, what I'm getting the sense of is that with this Aquarius age, the actually specific herbs that we use in herbal medicine and natural healing, it's not going to become so important because it's this energy, this frequency, this intentional healing that is behind the herbs. That's going to matter everything that's going to matter the most, you know? So, you know, you can study herbal medicine for for two years and know that cloves are good for um, like, like mouth stuff, dental stuff. Um, But you could just as easily have no cloves on hand and take some lavender that's growing in your front, front yard and infuse it with the intention that it will help your gums. And it will like you use it as a mouthwash, however you would cloves and it will, it will do whatever the intention is behind it. Because with this Aquarius age, it is so much, and I've spoken about this at length too, because it's so deeply connected to the human design prophecy of 2027. And we're moving into being more um, energetically sensitive beings. You know, Aquarius is so energetically sensitive, not in the same way that a water sign is, you know, the water signs are very emotionally sensitive. Whereas yeah, that Aquarius is more energetically sensitive to what's going on in the ethers, again, because it's connected to the skies, the air. Um, And so we are moving into this time of being more energetically sensitive in general, and we will feel the intention and the frequency and the, the information behind the physical matter more than the actual physical matter itself. You know, I always use the example of like, 
I can taste the difference between a meal that was cooked with love and a meal that was cooked with like, ugh, I don't want to be here. You know, if, if you go out to eat and you go to a, a restaurant and they're just like, you know, the staff don't want to be there. It feels really negative. It feels really like a bad environment versus, you know, you go to your friend's house and it's maybe a much less fancy meal and they're just making you tacos, tacos from a box, but they're cooking it with love because they're so happy to have you all there and it tastes incredible, right? So we're just becoming more sensitive to that. And so more and more the, the energy behind behind stuff is going to be increasingly more important than the actual physical matter. Okay, I feel like that's all that I want to say about the age of Aquarius for now, that it, it could be something that we talk about more and more. Um, but yeah, always come play on Instagram, just underscore Heather Man. Um, and yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon.